There's power in a drumbeat on a hill above the sea. Power in the voice of a supporter. But it all amounts to nothing. Together we don't sing. Hello, and welcome to episode 22.13, which I believe stands for 2022 and the 13th episode of the year of the Loyal Locals podcast. Uh, I'm today's host, uh, Sean Duffy, uh, yeah, Director of Philanthropy for the Locals. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for making this all possible. And I am joined today by the wonderful, the beautiful, the fantastic Nicole Peterson. Wow. Thank you, Sean. You're welcome. No, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, thank you for being here. Thanks to, uh, for, to uh, Drew and, for John, and to John for making this happen, uh, making this, you know, kind of a fun thing to do this week, the first week of June. We were hoping to have Espen, uh, the head of the Rainbow Loyals, uh, on today. Unfortunately, it is also either the last week or the week before the last week of school. Um, a lot of difficulties there, and I think he was in meetings until like 9.15 today. just wasn't quite going to work. Um, but we go on. The show goes on, uh, which sometimes people need to remind the loyal team uh, before the ref blows his whistle. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, that was a little cathartic. I needed to get that out. Yeah. How are you feeling, Nicole? Yeah, I was going to say I didn't actually even get to watch the match because I just had COVID, and I was so out of it, like... TV was almost even too much, but I'm back. So I'm I'm sorry for all the bad things I said about COVID because <laughs> <laughs> karma came and caught me. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun. I got it twice yeah. and I got oh. fully boosted in between. Didn't matter. Still kicked my butt too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Reminder to everyone. It's uh, still going around. Uh, heads up. It's uh, still not fun. <laughs> we still haven't figured out a way to <laughs> make it mm -hmm, make it a little easier for us. Um, we've got a lot of stuff to cover. It's June. It's Pride Month. We got something crazy, right, Nicole? Yeah. Yeah. It's so much going on in June. Like we're kicking off a summer of pride. Yeah. We've got, um, we already uh, mentioned it briefly, uh, but Espen and the Rainbow Loyals have put together something really cool and it's the Pride Razor for 2022. If you want to find where you can uh, actually see this and see it on our website, go to our website, go to Locals, go to Pride. Uh, you can click on it uh, anywhere you see Pride right there at the top, support our Pride Razor for trans youth um, and it will direct you to our Pride page which has all the things we're going to talk about and even more. And at the very far left of that, you'll see Pride Razor 2022, and you can pledge. There's two ways to pledge. One of them is per goal that is scored by the loyal, not goal given up in the last 15 minutes, which would also be a pretty good pledge. Um, you can pledge monetary figure <laughs> per goal scored. I'm going to keep hitting them for this every time because it's really ruining my weekends. Um, but this will not be ruining anyone's weekends because no matter what, with the goals that are scored by the loyal, we'll be going to support trans family support services. So thanks again. Thanks once again to Espen, the Rainbow Loyals, for putting this all together. Uh, you could also do, I believe, just a lump sum pledge as well, if that's a little bit uh, easier for you. 
uh, or whatever. I know, um, Nicole, you've got, you're actually wearing it right now, uh, yeah. T-shirts, and we're going to be doing something regarding uh, Pride Razor 2022 with those as well. Yeah, we, uh, so my brother, Travis, Punk Rock Paint, designed these shirts for me when I uh, went up to the Play Proud training in April, and then we liked them so much, we ended up putting them on the website for everyone, and so we've just launched this All Are Welcome t-shirt, and we've decided that we're going to give all of the profits to our Pride Raiser, which benefits Trans Family Support Services. So, shirts, white, yellow, with bum, and the progress flag. Um, so the progress flag, if you don't know, it's the rainbow flag, so the pride flag, and then it's got some extra colors in it, and the white, blue, and pink are for transgender folks, and then there's black and brown in there also to help uh, represent people of color. So it's just a more inclusive form of the pride flag. It includes more people. It's very fun. I'm looking forward to getting this uh, shirt from you. Hopefully soon, be wearing it. I've around. got it. I've got it right here next to me. <laughs> so excited! Next game, that's yeah. what I'm going to be sporting. Um, we've also got some other fun stuff. Uh, it's not June, but in July, we are actually going to be taking part with uh, the loyal themselves, with the Rainbow Loyals, uh, with Shavos, and we're going to mm-hmm. be uh, in the Pride Parade, which is really cool. But really Nicole, cool. there's something this week that we need to be doing if we want to be in that, right? Yeah, so um, we got a call from the loyal front office saying, hey, we need to turn in the names of who's marching in the parade this week. <laughs> so um, so sign up. We've had a few families sign up already. So it's a fun thing to get to march in the parade, uh, bring your kids, bring your spouse, bring whoever you like with you. Um, and yeah, we've got it up there with your name, email address, phone number, how many people will come with you. And it's pretty cool. I'm I'm not sure. I guess it's July 16th. So what's, you know, I don't know. It's in between games. So maybe there's a chance that some of the players will be there too. Um, and some folks from the front office, staff. Um, we'll see who else shows up. But yeah, we've got locals coming, Rainbow Loyals. A lot of folks already starting to sign up. So it should be a lot of fun. And it's a huge parade and then there's a festival afterwards that's good for family and loyal will be there too so yeah how often in your life do you get to march in a parade yeah in a giant city like this this is super cool yeah Um, and the pride parade every year is a spectacle it's a big big event uh just kind of kicks off the the summer at least after um uh july 4th itself really gets it going with a bang uh we got some other stuff here though Pride doesn't end in June. It doesn't end in July. In fact, August 6th is Pride Night for the Loyal, and that will be actually in the stadium. That will be at a game, so no parade except for the march into uh, the arena itself at the beginning, which we hope you all join us for. Um, is there anything in special people should know about that except, hey, show up and come support? It's an otherwise a pretty normal game, normal event. Yeah, um, they haven't released all the details of uh, what the team will be doing. There's usually something that goes on at pregame and halftime, and they usually have um, special tickets in Section 110, the Pride section. So a lot of those are usually uh, distributed to community partners and Pride organizations throughout the city. So it's a good time for everyone to uh, come hang out and wave flags and yell like we always do. (laughs) Just wave more flags. 
Yeah, we'll have more flags. Which uh, more flags? You, know, you got some young ones who are looking to get a little bit of an arm exercise. There is no better way to make this happen. <laughs> if you need your kids to sleep well as soon as they get back in the car, have them wave a flag. Yeah, it's the locals' workout for sure. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> excited. Like Pride, you know, Summer of Pride, the Pride Festival. Uh, you know, it, it hasn't been happening the last few years because of the pandemic. So this is really all of it being back. I mean, they're even being a parade. So it's especially exciting for my family. Um, my kid, Sam, uh, came out right at the beginning of the pandemic. So my kid's never seen Pride in San Diego. So this will be really fun for our family. Like, hey, yeah, your first Pride, you get to be marched in the parade. Yeah. <laughs> That's super I don't know. cool. That's yeah. Be so such a fun really experience. exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the um, organization that the Pride Raiser is supporting is um, one that has really helped and supported our family. So it's uh, that's one that is really close to home. I mean, I'm sure we all know that like trans youth are getting really bombarded by a lot of the lawmakers and the right um, in terms of clamping down on their the, the kids' rights to be themselves or <laughs> to be able to learn about themselves in school or um, even a lot of the like uh, medical treatments that are available uh, are considering like being outlawed in Texas, right? Like um, things that I do for my own kids. So one of the things that happens is a lot of kids, not all of them, some are younger, but um, my kid realized what was going on for them uh right when they hit puberty so imagine you just figure out like hey wait a second i'm i'm not i'm not in the right body that i feel like is really me and then your body starts kind of rebelling against you and saying sorry i'm going full on puberty like that's pretty darn overwhelming so like one of the ways in order to help the kid process what they're going through and give them time to think about it and as a family give you time to make decisions is there's these things called puberty blockers, which you can apparently, you can um, for like six months at a time, like, okay, can we just pause puberty for six months? Can we just like adjust these hormones? So you're not like figuring out that you're trans and going through this and getting a whole body that you don't want and then decide what to do. It just kind of buys you a little bit more time to figure out what's, what's up for you. And it's been really, really helpful. I mean, Sam's gender dysphoria has been so bad that like, we took down all the mirrors in the house upstairs, um, like at school and things like that. Uh, Sam was just kind of, you know, almost spacing out and not wanting to be in their body. So like the medical services and things that they can provide are really helpful. So trans family support services is like the very first place to go for any trans family in San Diego or really nationwide. Um, it's a network where they start out by doing an intake call with your family. So you just say, hey, my kid just came out as trans or non-binary. I don't know what to do, but someone told me to ask you, right? <laughs> so they have a meeting with you and your kid and then separately where they're assessing like, where are you at? What do you need? What can we do for you? But they are my go-to organization. Like this is how I found, you don't even realize like how many just daily things in your life that become different or more difficult when you're trans like where do you go get a haircut where they're going to use the right gender pronouns and you know not think it's strange if you want a haircut that's not your same you know presenting gender or 
okay, the pediatrician who's seen my kid all along, are they trans friendly? Do they get this? No, nope, we need to change pediatricians. What pediatrician do we go to? How do we find a therapist? What would be best for my kid? How do we deal with insurance? What's insurance going to do if we do want all these medical treatments? How do I change my kid's name with the state, with the birth certificate? You know, how do I do gender? How do I, how do I tell other people? How do I get support for myself? So this, like anything possibly I can want to know, um, this Trans Family Support Services has really just been there for me as a parent to give me the answers, to help me find the resources we need to do things. Um, and they, Trans Family Support Services also does all of the training for San Diego City Schools and Poway Unified School District. So all of the goodness um, that we're really seeing in the school districts and being supportive of our kids, a lot of that comes from the training that they get from this organization. So they're really spreading the word and making it better. And yeah, like I said, they're my go-to. Like, um, Last year, the school yearbook printed my kid's dead name, which is pretty bad because it's kind of outing them in front of the school that they used to have another name. Um, and yeah, I called them and they immediately were like, okay, here's what you should do and here's how to deal with it and here's what they should be doing for you. And so it's, it's just really been valuable because for trans kids, like they have a 85% higher rate of um, attempting suicide if they don't have at least one parent who is supportive. So to me, what this organization is doing is like helping me prevent suicide with my kid, right? I mean, it's, that's really what they're doing is, is keeping these kids safe um, and helping parents to learn how to navigate and support trans kids, trans youth. So mm -hmm. this is a big part of why awesome. we have to, you know, we, we feel compelled to do something like this every year. It's mm -hmm. we still don't live in a place. We still don't live in a world, in a country, in an area that kind of understands intrinsically any of the issues associated with not being full, straight, cis, heterosexual. It's complicated. And yeah, it's great that we have, you know, we've been able to work with a whole bunch of different resources, a couple of different organizations here. Um, I know you've already talked for a lot. I know you're recovering from COVID. Um, but you've done some stuff now with like Play Proud as well. Do you want to bring that up just briefly? Yeah. So um, it's really interesting how it came out. So <clears throat> Play Proud is founded by Common Goal. And Common Goal's approach overall is to um, fight for social justice issues within the context of soccer. So that's been like, you know, uh, being anti-homophobia around the world. And the U.S. and North America in some ways has been a little bit behind, like campaigns that the U.K. has done. Uh, they have a really famous rainbow laces campaign where the players are wearing laces. But um, they went to go start it up in North America with the goal of how do we eliminate homophobia and transphobia in all North American soccer by World Cup 2026. So pretty ambitious goal. And what they've learned from doing a lot of this in the UK is, you know, this is not just, yeah, we're all going to wave pride flags. Like this is also, what are the policies? What are the procedures? What are the rules we have in place? What, what happens if someone breaks these rules? How do you involve fans? How do you involve teams? How do you involve the community? How do you really take it to another level? So it's not just pride. It's actually being welcoming and changing the culture. 
So um, Play Proud, this organization based from Common Goal, first went to all the leagues, uh, MLS, NWSL, Liga Max, and uh, USL, et cetera. And we're looking for them to, hey, can you get involved as a league? And uh, they actually didn't hear back from any of the leagues. So they got no interest <laughs> that, they could, that they could tell. And so they decided uh, maybe we need to go a different way. Maybe we need to go grassroots. So they um, decided to work with uh, teams who decided to fund this. So two USL teams, two MLS teams, a uh, team from Canada, a team from Mexico, NWSL. So Wave was there also and Angel City. Um, but Chicago Fire was there. Uh, Vancouver Island Pacific team. I've got the Angel City one over there. Some of the friends I some of the friends I made um, at this training. But so each of these eight teams brought a person from the front office and a person to represent the fans and then a soccer representative from a nonprofit in the community. So we brought YMCA Sports in San Diego with us and I got to represent the fans and uh, we went to a five day training on how to build community and be more welcoming and inclusive to LGBTQ people. And then uh, we're doing projects uh, all over North America. We've got something going where we're all kind of doing similar themes on our TIFOs for pride. We're sharing like what's working and what's not. And there's also, as Sean showed in the picture, there's actually like an underground art campaign that's going on to support all of this at the same time. So there's free posters you can download and you can get the t-shirts from that too. Um, but it's been really impactful. And so it's actually an 18 month program overall. So we are gathering um, with Los Tigres in Monterey, Mexico in November for the second half of this and to see, okay, now that we've sort of learned and then we're bringing it back to our communities and to the club to say, okay, what can we do more of? What more can we learn? How can we be more inclusive? And then to share those lessons again across North America. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's really it's cool. Really you've cool. Been, yeah, you've been able to be part of this. And honestly, like you said, leagues didn't get involved. So you've kind of been at the forefront of yeah. all of it. And we're just a, we're just a Division Two team. And to be yeah. involved like this is very, very cool. It's, it's really, really cool. And then because it's also helpful because before we can all go say, okay, hey, we, we want the league to do something. We need to take a look at, well, what are we doing? What works? What structure have we found works? What are the best practices here in North America, right? Because that's, and that's one of the things that, um, so Russ Thompson is the front office guy for the loyal who's there. And when we're going in to meet with Shannon and meet with Ricardo about what we learned, what we want, it's a lot of asking questions like, do you have inclusivity training for the players or do you have a policy of what happens? We know that like, amazing, I will speak, I will act like walking off the field um, on behalf of Colin Martin is amazing and beautiful. Like one of the main reasons I'm such a fan of this team um, for what they did but it's how do you how do you put that into practice in every day also as part of uh, who you are and what you do, and like if something happens in the stands, do we know what to do or how to report that? You know, so we're just more asking questions and fact finding uh, to try to see yeah what makes the loyals and locals uh, welcoming and 
inclusive. Yeah. And hopefully the answer is everything we do. Yeah. And in yeah. Everything we do. Yeah. And that's, sorry, now I'm all like talking about it because I get excited, but um, no, yeah, that's there's, good. there's actually um, a, a friend of mine now, I can say he's my friend. Um, one of our fairly recent locals members just in the last month or two um, is a gay man. And he, uh, it's great. Cause so we, we met him because he, uh, he, well, he had heard first about like what happened with the team walking off the field and was like, whoa, okay, that's pretty interesting. Like, that's cool. That's really compelling. Okay. And, but sort of a like, okay, yeah, but like watching professional sports is, I've never been welcomed there, but wow, this team seems different, right? And then um, he actually met a group of us locals because there's a group of us who play trivia every Tuesday night. And hi, Sam, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's Sam. Oh, oh, and the dogs are here too now. Yeah, there's Eugene. <laughs> there's Eugene. Um, but so he met a bunch of locals and, uh, you know, was like, wait, like you guys are all really nice and fun and you just, I like hanging out with you. And the team, you know, seems to be really cool. So let me, let me try this out. And he said, you know, as a gay man, he's never felt welcome in the world of professional sports. But the team did that. And then he met the locals and he's like, maybe I could try, maybe I could go to a game like that might be fun. Right. And so he went to one match and at the end of that match, like he signed up for season tickets in one Oh nine and became I a local. Love it. I love right. It. So the kind of work we're doing is changing from, I'm not welcome there to, I just sent him the other day, like from one of the home games where ESPN was filming. I'm like, here's a screenshot of like you on ESPN, like waving <laughs> a scarf, like you're you on TV. Fan. You're on, <laughs> you're on freaking ESPN now as a professional sports fan, <laughs> right? Someone who said that they didn't even feel welcome at all, like stepping in a stadium. Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of impact it can have on people. And, and then I, I think the two, all of this stuff that, we learn in soccer then bubbles up into how we see the rest of life. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just to give everyone who's watching and listening right now a little overview, uh, we've been told, you know, hey, like, you know, here's the generally the way this whole cast is going to go. Um, we decided, you know what, this is like the important tidbit. This is what we need to be talking about. And so, like we just said, you know, this is what we're going to lead with. This is what comes first. With all that, I think we've covered a lot of what's taking place over the next month or so um, in terms of just the pride initiative the activation everything we're hoping to do we hope all of you will join us uh, in the pride raiser especially um, if you have not already join the discord and make sure that you can get um, on nicole's good list or order straight from the um, the website and get uh, in on the shirt action make sure you can wear it all throughout uh, definitely make sure you sign up for that uh, pride parade how many times are you going to even get the opportunity to march in a parade? One, two in pride parade right after COVID. So three years of bubbling up excitement yeah. all coming out. Y'all better be joining us for all of it. But now we should maybe, you know, we, we switched up a little bit. We are the locals. You know, the team is the loyal. We'll talk a little bit about soccer. Um, we've got a watch party this Thursday, June 2nd. Uh, it's against the New York Red Bull 2, which I believe I just found out. We're going to be playing, I believe, in their main stadium. 
Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. So that's going to be that's the amazing. second largest stadium, I think, after StubHub, now Dignity Health, that we've ever played in. Um, really, really cool. Nicole, did you have the specifics on the watch party? Yeah, the watch party. We've got two watch parties going. So, yeah, match starts at 2 p.m. So maybe a you know late lunch that happens to go all afternoon. Uh, <laughs> so we've got two locations. One is O'Brien's in Kearney Mesa. We'll be cutting out of work and hanging. I mean... Don't tell my boss. <laughs> be at O'Brien's in Kearney Mesa. And then also um, our friends over at Los Reyes Mexican Seafood in Golden Hill. So two great locations. Um, I think a couple of the the last watch party, we went multi-location and it went really well. I think it's always fun when you can just watch the match with a few other locals. Yeah, it's a big blast. Um, the 2 p.m., you know, it sounds kind of, rough oh you know it's like during a work week but here's the thing you already missed work on monday what's <laughs> one more day to take out of the week and spend it with your friends with the locals with the rainbow loyals with los chavos and anyone else yeah. who wants to watch um super fun and then that's right before our like four game homestand right like yeah all june we went through this drought <laughs> like did. i miss you guys and now it's just going to be on I cannot believe that we, the one game in May, the one home game, how is that the one that gets rescheduled? I planned I my month around that. Yeah, right? Oh. That's right. That's right. That's why it felt even longer. Man, I know. That was so disappointing. Like, what? It's. I think it'll be a full five, six weeks between games, which in the middle of a season just seems improbable, never mind impossible. Yeah. 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 However, serious. However, hopefully by the time they're back in front of us, they'll have learned a couple of things from mm. this away stretch. Um, Nicole, I know you were going through some things in terms of uh, personal well-being. Um, so you did not get to. I use the term "get to" very loosely. Oh, I heard here. a little. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. Ha you didn't watch that game um, where against LA Galaxy two who have been both on the uh, the winning end and the losing end of all sorts of crazy games, we were up 2-0, and we were dominating. Those 45 minutes, the first half, and even into the second half, was some of the best football I think we've ever played. And then things fell apart. What happened? We gave up two goals in the last like eight to nine minutes of play. We gave up one kind of piddly goal, um, basically a bad rebound. We didn't read where the ball was going well, ends up in the back of the net, but we're into the 90th minute. You know, okay, a little pity goal. Things are all right. You know, we just turned off a bit. We do that, and we were on our back heels for like the last 20, 25 minutes. You could tell we were a little bit gassed. Subs weren't really changing things for us. And then the ref stopped using his whistle the last couple of minutes uh it was really just four to five i think it was five minutes of extra time is what we were supposed to get um and the ref just swallowed the whistle and so we kept playing into the 95th minute then into the 96th minute and in the 96th minute we gave up from a corner kick i'm not i'm still not sure what happened and i hope someone in chat can uh, inform me better but it looked like there was a bit of a tangle one of our players essentially ended up shoving one of their players over 
Uh, from what I saw, it looked really weak. But if it's the end of the game and you shove someone over and they fall on the ground, odds are never going to go in your favor. No matter which side of that coin you're on, it is not going to work out for you. And we give a PK. And the last kick of the game is a scored penalty kick for LA Galaxy 2. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It really sucked. So many ways. Like, should the game have ended earlier? Yeah. The time had probably ended by then. But we could have scored so many goals. We were dominant for so long. And we just don't learn this lesson of we can't churn off until the ref blows the whistle. Mm -mm. Keep doing this. Man, that's worse than COVID. Now I feel sicker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you actually maybe got the better end of that. Skipping the game. (laughs) Even while coughing, I think was better. I'd rather have COVID than watch that loss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we should tell them that. To the front office. Oh, all Man. right. So you were just recovering. I'm assuming all Memorial Day weekend. Did everyone in your family yeah. get COVID? Was it just you? Actually, my husband had had it like um, a month and a half, two months ago, and we like he was downstairs quarantined, you know, in a in a separate room, and like we fed him out in the backyard with the dogs, <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, and we didn't catch it. We were feeling so proud of ourselves, and I'm like, I must be immune. <laughs> and then uh, I think it was um, my kid Sam was in the school musical, and they were rehearsing together like since April, everybody, mm-hmm. and then somehow this last round seems to people catch it pretty fast and suddenly like opening night it was like two of the 25 kids are out with covid and then like it was just like by the end like three days later like we all had it and i was excited and so i went and saw like three of the performances and so i got it too yeah that's what happened (laughs) that's how it goes every time yeah uh, that's okay. You're on the other side of it. Things will get better. Oh, did you, did you keep your sense of taste and smell? Yes. Yes, Mm, I did. Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty big deal. Like I, I did really, I was just tasting and smelling a lot of soup. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't much I was excited about, but, um, yeah. Yay for good soup. Yay for friends who make you soup when you have COVID. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That that full support system. That's so nice. Yep. I do want to tell, I I have to tell the story because I think it's really funny. Uh, when I first got COVID, which was December, 2020. So before it was like cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we had any access to anything. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I didn't realize I had COVID until I had gotten out. I went out and got a poke bowl from one of my favorite places right next door. Uh, and I always get wasabi. I love spicy food. And I took like a bite of the wasabi and was like, Oh, okay. That's weird. That that didn't taste like anything. Let me try that again. I took bigger and bigger pieces of the wasabi and took a, I took the last half of the ball of wasabi, threw it down my throat, and nothing. Whoa. No Whoa. effects. You're like, is this pistachio gelato? Yeah. I was like, did this go bad? Something's wow. wrong here. That's and then I wild. realized, yeah, I couldn't taste anything else. Did it still like sweets. burn your nose or anything or like nothing? No. That was Whoa. that was That's honestly. Weird. That was the weirdest part of it was I expected, uh-huh. okay, maybe I can't taste it. Maybe I have COVID. Yeah, oh, that shoot. You can feel it. You can feel right. that wasabi. Right. I oh, should. Wow. It must wow. be connected to whatever is getting like destroyed or downplayed by COVID. Those receptors are just not firing at all. Wild. I felt nothing. 
I felt really cool downing an entire half a ball of wasabi. <laughs> You're but, like, uh, let's place some bets. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Going somewhere. <laughs> if I could leave the house Party within trick, the next 10 days, right? I'd be making so much cash at every bar. No so is that problem. how you knew you were better? Like you didn't, I mean, they didn't really have the at-home test then. So did you just keep eating wasabi until you could taste it again to know if you were over COVID? I wish. I actually didn't get my sense of taste or smell back until November of last year. So I went almost an entire year where I could not taste Oof. anything spicy. Um, I started to get other flavors back, but like I couldn't taste garlic. And then it tasted bad for a month, which was probably Oof. actually the worst. Yeah. Just terrible. I'm a t like half Italian. Everything I make is just full of garlic and it was mm -hmm. terrible. Uh, no. So I didn't get any of that back. I just had to keep going to um, one of the like, you know, pop up spots and keep getting tested and hope and pray that it said negative and I could go back to being normal, except for still not being able to taste or smell anything. Yeah. Which the weirdest part of that was I would incessantly clean my house. Every day I would clean, I would throw stuff away because I couldn't tell, you know, is, is stuff smelling bad? I don't oh, know. Oh, is it bad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no clue. That? Mm -hmm. So did you like, I, I've always thought that if that happened, like I would therefore eat less. Did I you like lose weight? 25 pounds overall. <laughs> which I didn't have much to lose, uh, but I yeah. was like, I was a skeleton by- Yeah, but if you take the summer. pleasure out of the food. Mm -hmm. And I cook for pleasure. That's like a fun thing for me, especially when the loyal aren't playing. You know, I'm gonna be cooking and having a good time, mixing something up, making something a little different. Um, yeah, all that taken away. So everyone out there, if you haven't gotten COVID, eh, just don't get COVID. Nah, it's uh, do it. not fun, not fun at all. But you know what was fun? Being at the hangar, Everyone who made it to the El Cajon event for the watch party and a huge, huge shout out to everyone who made that happen. That's from the locals. That's from the loyal. Uh, and it was a big uh, conglomeration to make this um, such a success. I wasn't able to make it. Nicole, obviously uh, sick at home, not able to make it. Um, but all of you who were there love to hear some stories about how uh, fun that was. Everything we saw, everything that I saw and heard mm -hmm. was that it was probably one of the best events that had been put on, period. Uh, maybe that needs to be a recurring thing. So Weston <laughs> and uh, loyal team, let's talk more. Uh, yeah. I can't believe oh, Drew's making me do this. This is brutal. For everyone watching, I have a certain team's flag right behind me that I've had for like <laughs> 10 years. Uh, but congratulations to all the Real Madrid supporters. Uh, only the ones in the locals, no one else uh, for the Champions <laughs> League uh, victory. Uh, it was a really fun game, I thought, for the first 45 minutes and then became significantly less fun from that point onward. Um, but great match, really well played. Congratulations to you guys. Uh, oh, two balls and a mic. Thank you guys for backing that up. Best watch party to date in the mm. hangar. So wow. circle it on your calendars next that's, time around. That's pretty amazing because there have been some really good watch parties. Like if you think about Stone, other than the line for beer, <laughs> like I went up, <laughs> I went up to the Stone World Gardens in Escondido. We watched outdoors. That was a pretty beautiful location for watch mm -hmm. party, and we've had a ton of fun ones too with the locals. Yeah, the the ones at the Stone. I love that Stone location. I even I really liked the Jersey Unveil there. The Kid Unveil mm -hmm. was awesome. That was one of their best events of all time. Um, but I'm that line for beer right. every okay. time. The line Let's for have beer. One. I'm down. I'm down. Well, I know that there is a plan in the works for a 4th of July watch party 
that the locals are doing and maybe loyal too. I don't, we haven't revealed the location yet, but the idea was to be able to have a watch party and then be able to see fireworks. So. Wow. Just one. like, just like going to a loyal game late at night. <laughs> yeah. Watch the, uh... just, just like, look, that's what we're going to be doing. We're actually going to be like, not even in the SeaWorld parking lot, but like <laughs> in a parking lot up on a hill somewhere where you can also, you know, we'll just be, We'll just be at the upper parking lot at Torero. Yeah. Can you see great. the fireworks at all? Good. You can yeah, see the fireworks. Good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Brumel says kids love the watch party. Want to go back. It was great fun. So there we go. It's a success. Kids. Yes. Everyone loves it. Beer drinkers. Kids, kids love alike. It. Were um, dogs allowed? Did dogs love it? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I actually don't know. All right. We, actually get, a a, we get a lot of questions when we have a watch party, you know, at any of those pubs. Like, are mm-hmm. dogs allowed? Yeah, dogs, kids. Those are the the two you got to double check before you bring them. <laughs> those are the two that are not allowed at my wedding, whenever that happens. Uh, huge shout out to hosts from last episode, Jason Radcliffe, Sean Stone, and Victor Lopez. Thank you guys for jumping on uh, and taking part. Uh, we can't do this every week without someone agreeing to be the poor guinea pigs. Um, and thank you to Nicole for making it despite, I'm sure, having a, you know, a little bit of a stressed throat, a little bit of a stressed everything right now. I'm going to keep talking while you cough off Mike. Cause that's uh yeah, I totally get it. I've been there. Yep. Yep. Um, shout out also to Eileen Burns, our director of merchandise who makes all of the fun things happen. Make sure you guys get most of the uh, merchandise that we have. Although Nicole's taking on the pride stuff right now. Uh, the Fennec Shand costume she posted last week kicked ass. If you guys haven't seen book of Bubba Fett or, um, the uh, TV series for Star Wars, um, for Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, look at that. So amazing. I love the detail on like the skirt piece is so cool. And That's it's not amazing. something I never picked it up from like the Book of Boba Fett show, but it looks so, so good here. It's so good. It's so good. Maybe we need to. I think I've maybe heard a rumor that. We might be having a Star Wars night Ooh. just for the locals, like just Section 109. Like it's mm-hmm. not maybe going to be an official, you know, sponsored, officially Disney approved thing, but we might just like throw down and just do it ourselves. How fun would it be? Instead <laughs> of flagpoles, we use like lightsabers. <sighs> and so the whole thing's lit up. Wow. We're yeah. actually planning Star Wars right now and you guys <laughs> are just realizing it and getting in on it. So throw your ideas in here. That's what the yeah. uh, comment section's for. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. What else would we need to talk about? We've got upcoming games. We've got four games coming up, but I think we'll get more into detail um, as we uh, go into the lounge itself. Mm-hmm. Um, what other kind? Do we have any other like merch? I guess we got the uh, the All Are Welcome t-shirts, which is what we've just yep. been talking about. Uh, oh, the SD Loyal meet and greet. This is for, I believe, season ticket holders. This was this is a barbecue that's coming up on Sunday, June fifth. Um, oh. I am going to be attending. Um, Nicole, I don't know if you. Thank you, because I'm behind in my email. <laughs> no, you should check. You should check ASAP to make sure that you can get on the list. Yeah. Um, but it is for all season ticket members, um, and I think you can only bring as many people as you have season ticket tickets for. So make sure on top of that, if you have not checked your email recently, do so now. I don't know. I cannot guarantee you that it, the cutoff date hasn't already happened. I'm not super sure, but I'll, I'll blame COVID. Yes, yes. <laughs> we can all blame COVID for anything for the next year or two. You all mm-hmm. get a free pass. 
Um, but the like last year's season ticket member meet the players event was just one of my favorites. I mean, those guys are it's it's just such a treat to be able to talk to them in person and they're so genuine and good human beings <laughs> as well as being amazing soccer players it's really mm-hmm. just nice to meet them they're so humble and and really cool and if you guys didn't go to the kit and veil they the players are all just wandering around and they're free yeah. to chat with you so even when it wasn't a specific hey come and actually talk to the players event they're more than happy to. And if you're not yeah. lining up after the game to give them high fives, what are you doing? Come yeah. On. Unless That's you're helping so to clean much up. Fun. It yeah. is very fun. Uh, I did tell this story, but one of my uh, friends who went to the game for the first time did try to get Evan Conway's number in that line. Did oh. not get it. He declined. He laughed and walked away. But That's amazing. Yeah. Shoot your shot. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> that oh. is pretty great. Yeah. Well, and the... Um, the season ticket member like perks and stuff that they've been doing this year are pretty good. So I'm having a, my birthday is in June. And so on the game, that's the 25th, I'm bringing a group of friends. So I'm having part of my birthday party is going to be at the loyal match. And so that's when I'm cashing in on my like one special, you know, season ticket member home game thing. And so like, my birthday party is going to be on the field getting photographs after the game. So, oh, like, pretty amazing. cool. <laughs> it's a pretty fun that's birthday so party. Fun. Oh, yeah. man. That's super cool. Well, speaking of games that are upcoming, we should touch on them real quick. Um, we have our next match up against New York Red Bull 2. We don't play a lot of uh, Eastern Conference teams. There's not a ton of travel. Most of our games are against our own conference over here in the West. Um, so this is really cool that not only are they playing someone way out there, but that they get to travel and they get to play in the big stadium. We touched on that briefly already. Um, really looking forward to that. Once again, 2 p.m., make sure you come to either of the two uh, watch parties. Just take an extended lunch. It's totally fine. Late extended lunch. And once you get to the late extended lunch, the game's like, you know, almost an hour and a half, two hours long. You may as well just call it a day. So sit down, have some Pretty brews. Much. It's going to be way more fun this way. And you'll be ready the next day for Friday. It's going to be perfect. Convince your boss. If you need some help, give me a call. I'll give him a call. I got you. Uh, Next game after that, we have... um, We've got a couple of games this month, right? We've got so many actually coming up. I don't know if I should steal anyone's thunder from next week. But just so you guys are aware, there are four games upcoming. Um, We do have the... uh, Let's see. Saturday, June 11th is the San Diego Lovers Hartford Athletic. June 19th, the following Sunday, not the next one, but the next one, is going to be against Las Vegas Lights. Uh, And then the 25th, we've got Indy 11 coming in. And only four days later, it's Orange County, the champions. So we got a busy, busy month here at home alone. We do. And if you haven't planned anything for Father's Day for your dad, (laughs) uh Hey, Father's Day is June 19th, which is also 619 day, which is also Juneteenth. So it's going to be uh, that June 19th Sunday afternoon, you know, have some brunch with dad and take him to the loyal game. And it's going to be a really big one because it's 619 and because that's already a celebration of San Diego as a whole. We know the loyal are maybe the founding some... day of San Diego loyal. Yes. Founding day for us. That's totally. Mm-hmm. Our, yeah. For our team. That's so, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to be really cool. Day. That's so fun. And every goal that's scored in June 
if you pledge, mm -hmm. it's going to be earning money for the pride raiser that we're doing for rainbow loyals. And I did see on the pride raiser site that we are already up to as a group, $71 and 50 cents per goal. So yeah, every goal that's scored by SD Loyal in all five of those June matches, it's going to be pretty good. So may, hey, if you listen to this podcast, let's, when you're listening now, if you listen later, go make your pledge. Let's get that up past $100 per goal. Amen. And uh, we kick it off against, once again, New York Red Bull 2. Um, Nicole, do you happen to know what place in their division New York Red Bull 2 is? I don't. I've had COVID. That's totally fine. I blame everything. <laughs> I'm solely using you as a perfect way to segue to this. Uh, Why what, are... Sean? <laughs> Thank you for asking, Nicole. They are, in fact, in last place. So, your so we better score a lot goal, of goals. <laughs> your per goal donations mm -hmm. might be getting some work done. And I have my fingers crossed that I finally get the Coke Vegas hat trick against New York oh. Red Bulls, too. Is it going to happen? No. Can I pray and hope for it? Yes. Okay, Vegas. That's what we want. Okay, Vegas. Um, I really want to make, I've been thinking about, I I think I put in the Discord at one point, a really cheesy sign for June 19th that we can do something like Viva Coke Vegas or, you know, welcome to the fabulous Coke Vegas or something like that. <laughs> I like to do like the, and I need to talk with Travis about this. He's probably going to roll his eyes and say no, and that's totally fine. But like the fear and loathing, you know, the oh. zoom out feature, but it's Coke Vegas. And we already have a picture of him in the sunglasses from Top Gun from yeah. the promotion they just did. So, oh. Travis, oh, I know you're one. watching. I, I don't know if he's watching, <laughs> but he better be. Or listening later. I, I know that guy. Yeah, you do know that guy. He's my brother, not my husband, for anyone out there listening who's so confused. <laughs> that is something that needs to be clarified every now and then. Every now and then. That's how it goes. Yep. Uh, let's see. That's really it. Uh, we could talk more about the game, but I think we all want to forget that past game, and we've got one to look forward to here. Once again, New York Red Bulls 2. Things are looking good for us. Hopefully we bang a couple into the net this time and uh, keep uh, several of them out of our own. Um, any last questions here? I don't know if there's anyone in chat who's got any questions they want, uh, especially to ask Nicole regarding all the events we've got here in June. If you want to ask me things about philanthropy, um, yeah, I'm more than happy to answer them, but there's not a heck of a lot that I can't answer that Nicole already hasn't. Uh, let's see, what else do we got? Um, well, we just we just sent out a newsletter today, so it's in your inbox or in your spam somewhere if you want to look for some <laughs> message from the locals. <laughs> and make sure you open it. High open rate is good. That's yeah, important. click rate, click rate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> click rate's amazing. Yeah, uh, but we do have links to all of the stuff for the Pride Razor um, and signing up if you want to be in the Pride Parade. And if you want to help out in other ways, we do need some assistance from other locals. Or if you're not a local yet, you're listening and you want to get involved some way, somehow, uh, we're looking for some people to help out with the Loyal Locals podcast. Help out with the lounge, a couple other projects we got brewing as well. I could use some help in the philanthropy department. Um, all of us can. Yeah, we always got looking for social media help if you if you like to do that. Yeah, if you got any sort of you know ability to do any of this stuff, we'd love some help, even if it's you know intermittent, whatever time you got. Uh, we'd love to take that off of your hands. Um, if you are not already involved, localssg.com. Once again, the website. Follow us on Twitter instagram it's the same for both of these the locals 
SG. We got it. We nailed it. Uh, and if you're a member of the locals, you got to be in the Discord. You got to talk with us. Game day isn't the same without us all yelling back and forth, complaining about the refs, uh, talking about how Coke Vegas looks like a Mickey Mouse character with his giant white gloves and the white tape he has all the way up his arms. No, that's just me? Okay, fair enough. Understandable. Uh, uh, I I mean, I love following this team, but like, there's so much just about like the people that I've met through the locals. Like, it's just really, really cool getting to be part of this community. Um, and yeah, meeting a lot of really just good hearted people. And I really like that we can have like respectful discussions about, you know, issues that are going on in the world or with the team and then just be silly too. So <laughs> it's everything I look for. Yeah, there's a lot of the latter, especially if you're involved yeah. in the Discord, uh, which is also yeah. a great way to just stay up to date. There's all, always something new happening every week. It feels like uh, something kind of last minute. We go, oh, you know, what if we do this? Uh, if you guys are looking for maybe an indoor soccer team to play on during the week, we've been looking for some folks to put together a team uh, in the El Cajon area, I believe. So, hey, come on in. Jump on in. The water's fine. Oh, all right. After this, I think we're going to do the Locals Lounge. I think. I know we're going to do Locals Lounge. I'm contractually obligated to do so. Um, we'll talk more about the soccer, uh, answer any questions, get into the midi-gritty of anything else going on. Um, but, yeah. Anything else, Nicole, you want to touch on before we, we take a little break? Sounds good. Great to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, thank you guys for getting involved. Thank you for being part of the locals or even just mm -hmm. being interested in the locals. Thank you for your support of the Pride Razor. Once again, this is a huge, huge deal. We would love your support. Uh, the people would love your support. The organizations we are uh, supporting would love your support as well. Um, join us for the Pride Parade. Join us for Pride Night. Join us for everything we do. Join us for our watch parties this Thursday. Join us for the games themselves. If you're looking for any way once again to get involved, reach out. We yeah. want you here. We want you to be part of it. Yep. Bring your friends. Bring your friends. Bring your friends. Bring your family. Bring your grandma. I bet your grandma loves Coke Vegas and Guido. It's been true for every grandma I've ever talked to. So come on. <laughs> bring them on in. All right. On that note, I think we will sign out and we'll see you guys very soon.